Hey girl, hey. Welcome to Your Gift is in Your Healing, the podcast. I'm your host, Latreya, the Life Coach. Whether you're new to the podcast or a returning listener, thank you for taking the time to join me. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey girl, hey, how are you? How was everyone's week? Hope everybody had a great week this week. I know I had a great week because we got to celebrate not the first, but the second impeachment of him. He who shall not be named. Um, He will go down in history as the only president to date to have been impeached, not once, but twice. Now, we know that his impeachment uh, was approved in the House Um, We also know that the Senate, um, they have not done the changeover or the change of the guard, so to speak, in the Senate. So we know the Senate is is still very much Republican held. So we can expect his charges to stop there. Um, But we can uh, just be grateful that he has this huge smear on top of the other shit stained smears, excuse my language, um, on his record. Um, And he just seems to just kind of stay Uh, He's been quiet, uh, except for these um, (laughs) half-ass press conferences that he's been having. Uh, The one that he had uh, while he was in Texas earlier this week. Um, I just think at this point, his handlers just need to mute him um, until he leaves and just leave it at that. And then in the latest news, um, his (laughs) Rudy Giuliani, who's been riding hard for this man since forever, he is now refusing to take any of Giuliani's calls and pay his legal fees after the fallout from uh, the speeches that they gave um, that started the riot. So he's not gonna pay him. He told all of his uh, employees that any any invoices that come in for Giuliani have to be approved by him. But I mean, why are we shocked? This man turns his back on everybody that you know has been in his corner. If you don't stand up for him, um, speak up for him, support him um, in any way, shape, form or fashion, um, he will ignore you, redline you, blackball you, whatever it takes for him to just ruin you. But I mean, again, we're not surprised. Um, but I am glad that his reign is coming to an end. Um, they started setting up all of the fencing and the um, boundaries and such in DC. Um, I think on Monday, I know I work in um, Arlington and I drive through DC on my way to and from work. And I didn't drive past the monument like I normally do going into work on Tuesday. Um, So I don't know what they had up, but I do know on Tuesday evening when I was leaving my office heading home, normally I hop off um, Memorial, um, yeah, I hop off the Circle at Memorial Parkway and then I come down Independence Avenue and I go all the way up Independence to Central Avenue. And if you're from the DC area, you know exactly where I'm talking about. Um, and takes you right past the Stadium Armory. Well, normally I can go all the way up Independence Avenue. Tuesday, the barricade started at the bottom of the hill at the Botanical Garden. So everything literally to the right on the museum side, think like Air and Space Museum, everything on that side, all the way back down to the Lincoln Memorial was fenced. Um, the streets were, they had huge like snowplow trucks blocking the streets. 
Um, again, the fencing for the monument, I don't think I've ever seen the fencing at the monument down to the sidewalks. Um, usually, you know, it's kind of up on the grass and people can walk down the sidewalks, but it's completely down to the edge of the sidewalk. So um, being, I've lived in DC since I was four years old. So I've seen my fair share um, of inauguration parades and the fanfare that goes with that. And I've never seen my city locked down like this for an inauguration. Um, normally, um, and one of my uh, co-workers, she's not from here. She's actually from Chicago. And she said she expected for the city to be locked down for the inauguration. And I told her, no, um, I remember going down to the parade route to watch, um, I can't remember which president's parade it was, but we played hooky and we went down. <laughs> um, but yeah, the city's never been locked down uh, like this for an inauguration. Um, and it's unfortunate that something that, you know, is so uh, ceremonious to us uh, has to be altered because somebody is just, you know, He's just an asshole. Um, and the good thing is they have arrested a great number of the rioters who invaded the Capitol. So that's a great thing. Of course, they're all saying, I'm not a criminal. I'm not a bad person. I've never done anything bad in my life. And you you were in on camera storming the White House. I mean, the, the Capitol. So, you know, what? why were you there? You knew you weren't supposed to go in there. So now what are we supposed to, you know, have leniency and then I saw a video of this lady saying that she wanted Trump to pardon her. I beg your pardon, ma'am, but he's not gonna pardon you. Go somewhere and have several seats. Um, and then let's talk about the hero um, of this. Her name is uh, US Capitol Police Officer Eugene Goodman. Um, and they are hailing him as an American hero, which is what he is. He led the angry mob away from the Senate chambers um, and was able to save save them. Um, so he deserves every acc accolade that, it, that he gets. He deserves the, the Congressional Medal of Honor. He deserves so much more um, because he is actually a true hero. Um, and it's sad to see that there's so many uh, police officers and veterans who were a part of this riot who have disrespected their service and disrespected service to their country to follow a person, you know, but, but kudos, 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 and a huge thank you goes out to officer Eugene Goodman. God bless you. And thank you. Thank you for your service. He is a former, um, I want to say he was in the army. He is absolutely former military and we just thank him for his service all the way around. So now that I've rambled along, what else has been going on? On the home front, um, we're just trying to, <coughs> excuse me, purge steel. Um, I went through and, and purged some stuff out of the kitchen and kind of threw some stuff away, old Tupperware containers and things like that. Um, and then, you know, with the three-day weekend, I'm going to replant all my green babies. I'm a plant mommy. I've never had a green thumb. My mom used to give me plants and I would kill them. Like <laughs> they would not live for longer than maybe two or three months at the most. But I'm proud to say I have taken care of Bear, which is the plant's name. So not only is my dog named Bear, my plants are named Bear, which comes from my dad's nickname. My dad's nickname was Bear. So um, the plant is huge and I kind of had to split it up. So yeah, I'm one of those plant moms. Yes, I do talk to my plants. I sing to my plants. My wife thinks that I'm crazy. But when you grow up in a household where your mother is like queen green thumb, 
My mom used to play music for her plants. She would sing and talk to them and don't you touch them. She would trim them. So I'm thankful that I did pick up the green thumb. <laughs> and I'm able to bring some greenery into the household. But that's all that's really been going on. Just trying to get some, some things purged out of here to kind of make room for um, some, some new things. And that's really what's been going on. So enough of my blabbing. Let's jump into this week's podcast. So if you notice the theme of my podcast, um, since I want to say the end of December, has been focused a lot on self-care. So we're going to continue that conversation. Last week, uh, we had the podcast on meditation. So this week, what we're going to talk about is journaling, which everybody knows I really love journaling, but I kind of want to get do a little deep dive into journaling and go over some types of journaling um, and things like that. So before we get started, of course, you know, I have to hit you with what? An affirmation. So this week's affirmation is about speaking your truth. I honor myself by speaking my truth. I accept and affirm that one of the best ways to walk in my purpose is acknowledging my truth. My truth is spoken firmly and without apology. I don't seek permission to speak my truth. Each time I speak my truth, I release fear. I affirm that I am the owner of my truth and no one else can tell my story. I invite you to take this affirmation with you this week. I invite you to not just listen to and repeat this. I want you to really affirm this. Your truth is yours. No one else has the right to tell your story. No one else has the right to tell you not to speak your truth. I want you to really honor yourself in acknowledging and speaking your truth and really understanding that this is one of the um, prime ways to walk in your purpose. It took me a long time to not just speak my truth, but accept my truth. Um, and once I accepted it and I spoke it for the first time, and then I spoke it for the second time, the anxiety around my truth dissolved. And so now I'm able to speak my truth without um, fear, without anxiety. I speak it firmly. I speak it with confidence. Um, and I want you to be able to do the same. So take this affirmation with you th through the week. And I want you to um, journal about your truth. I want you to meditate about your truth and be honest about your truth. And that is what I'm asking of you to do this week. With that being said, let's jump into this week's topic. Again, we're going to talk about journaling. So journaling is a great mental and emotional type of self-care. I personally find journaling as an awesome tool to release stress and attract my feelings. Journaling gives me the opportunity to identify self-doubt and self-loathing thoughts. It also helps to identify any triggers that I may have. This tool is great because it provides an opportunity for positive talk and it helps me to refocus and reflect. As with meditation, I prefer to journal in the morning, always after my meditation, right after my download. And I don't think I spoke of a down what downloads are in the meditation um podcast last week but just real quick to go off topic so with the medicine when you meditate you're meditating to your higher power and you are asking a series of questions and you are asking for advice and you're asking for guidance so your download 
is the time where your higher power responds. And it could be a sound. It could be a flicker of a light. It could be a noise. That is your download. It is the response to what it is you're asking. So that's when I do my journaling. I do it immediately after my download. Now, journals can be guided or not. Guided journals include prompts that encourage you to respond to a specific question or statement. Example would be the 31-day journal challenge that I have. Um, these, these types of journal challenge, challenges include questions um, that cause you to think and do a deep dive in order to find the, the response. For example, one of the questions in my 31-day journal challenge are, what do you need to forgive yourself for? There's also unguided journals, which is just a journal or a notebook, and you just go and you just free write um, your feelings. And so what I want to jump into right now are a few of the various journaling techniques uh, that I'm familiar with. Um, and I know people are like, wait, there's types of journaling techniques? Yes, there are many types of journaling techniques. I'm not going to discuss them all in this episode, but I will talk about the ones that I'm very familiar with. And the ones that I have used either in my present journal practice or in the past. So the first one, which many of us are familiar with, is called free writing. And in free writing, you simply let your feelings and emotions go. You write about things like your day, um, an event or something that you've experienced. The benefits of free writing um, is that it allows you to unpack areas of confusion. It also helps with self-acceptance and allows you the space to express yourself without feeling guilty or being judged. Um, with journaling, you don't wanna overwhelm yourself, especially if this is a new practice for you. So I would suggest that you start your free writing journaling with about 10 minutes a day, or give yourself a challenge of completing one page a day. And if you're not sure what to write about, just simply check in with yourself. How are you feeling today? Did anything exciting happen today? You know, what do you need in this moment? Questions like that. The second journal technique I want to talk about is morning journaling. Morning journaling is journaling with a fresh mind and thoughts. This allows you to be more creative. And plus, you're in a good mood when you first wake up. At least I hope you are. <laughs> morning journaling helps to establish your mindset for the day. It is great for clearing morning fog and getting clarity. Take your time and allow your mind to get clear. Don't second guess anything that you write, any and to make sure that you have enough time for journaling in the morning and any of these techniques, adjust your schedule to allow yourself time to journal, especially with the morning journal practice, since you wanna do that first thing. Um, another journal technique is lists. Lists are a great alternative to free writing. If free writing is too much, choose the list journaling technique. This also helps with organization and tracking goals related to your work-life balance. These are quicker to write down than the longer journal entry methods like free writing or morning journaling. These can be written as a one-time session, or you can keep these as a log. So if you're working on different projects, this is a great way to challenge yourself to think deeper about the project. And you can also use lists, write lists of your favorite affirmations. You can use the list tracker to create a self-care or a fitness tracker. 
The next technique I want to talk about is art. If writing is not your forte, then try art journaling. These can be something as simple as sketches, collages, mandalas, and doodles. There aren't any rules, and this method can include a mix of images and sketches or um, along with the writing, or it can be strictly visual. Art journaling helps you get in touch with your creative side, and it's a great way to explore new ideas. Unsent letters. Unsent letters are written with the purpose of you not mailing them. You're just writing your thoughts and you're either going to burn it or you're going to trash it. But this is a phenomenal way for you to release and forgive and to give yourself a peace of mind. Write an unsent letter to an ex or someone that else that you feel has wronged you. An unsent letter gives voice to the things that were previously left unsaid. This is also a healing tool in dealing with the death of a loved one. Unsent letters are powerful tools to help make it easier to express yourself to someone else in real life. If you want to challenge yourself in writing the unsent letter, write yourself a letter. Write yourself a letter from your future self to your current self. This is a great way to practice the unsent letter technique. Um, the as far and also with the unsent letter, one of the other things I would challenge you to do is write yourself a letter giving yourself permission to live your best life. That's a great unsent letter. And regardless of the type of journaling you decide, trust me, your mind will go blank at some point. It will you will not be able to hold your attention. Here are a few check-in questions to help your thoughts flow freely. The first question, where am I? Where are you mentally at this moment? The second question, what's been happening in my life? What's been going on? The third question, where am I ready to go? The next question, what's stopping me? Is it your body, your mindset, your energy, or your emotions? And lastly, what am I doing right? Journaling does not have to be overwhelming. Journaling does not have to be stressful. Journaling is a time for you to release your emotions and release your thoughts and document your feelings. The one thing I do like about my journaling is I can go back six months from today and see what headspace I was in, what I was going through as far as social um, relationships with my children. And then I can look at what I journaled yesterday and today and see that growth between that time period. So if you have not created a journal practice, I really encourage you, especially with so much going on now and us, you know, we, we're just, we're confined. And so there's a lot of feelings that we're burying inside. Instead of burying them, I encourage you to pick up a journal practice. Again, challenge yourself, start with 10 minutes um, or challenge yourself with completing one page, depending on how big the journal is and the size of the pages. That shouldn't be hard. But with the current climate of the world, we all have plenty that we can be documenting. And find the journal technique that's best for you. I know for me, I love morning journaling. I also love the free writing journaling. 
there now I will use the list journaling when I'm writing down like if I have an idea to do a workshop I'll use the list journaling to kind of write out my goals and also um, to do like my self-care logs. So um, I want you to take that with you this week. Um, so include the meditation from last week's podcast and go ahead and now add journaling to your self-care plan. And yes, the theme of this month has turned into self-care. So we are going to continue with that uh, next week. What I want to do is talk about the types of um of self-care. Today I hosted my self-care ain't selfish workshop, which was great. Um, and I'm thankful for those that did attend. So next week we will be discussing the, the types of self-care um, and, and how important self-care is to your life. Um, and I want everyone to understand that self-care definitely ain't selfish. It is a requirement. We cannot pour from an empty cup. We spend a lot of time you know, um, making sure our families and our children and our spouses are okay. And we often neglect ourselves. So next week, I want you to tune in because I want to talk to you about self-care. Um, I want you to learn how to make you a priority and understand that it's not selfish to put, um, to, to put yourself first. So with that being said, thank you all for tuning in this week. Please be, uh, please visit the website and don't forget to pick up your 31 day journal challenge. Um, while you're there, grab a mug. If you notice the new designs are very minimal, but still very bold and fearless. <laughs> um, I hope everyone has an amazing week as we all tune into the inauguration of President Biden and, um, Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. I got my pearls for my birthday and I will be sitting proudly wearing my pearls. I am not an AKA, but I'm a black woman who is proud of my sister. So I will be wearing my pearls in support of her. If you have pearls, I ask you to don them as you sit and watch this historic moment. I hope I don't cry. I'm pretty sure that I will, but I know that I won't be alone. There'll be a lot of tears shed um, for a number of moments, but this one we're going to enjoy. Thank you everybody for tuning into the podcast. Um, last week we did Wind Down Wednesday, so we will not be doing Wind Down Wednesday this week, but I just wanna thank everybody for tuning into all of my platforms. Please feel free, and I ask you to please share my podcast. If the podcast is not for you, it's for somebody else, and that goes with any videos that I post to social media. I'm going to stop running my mouth. Oh, no, I'm not. Before I go, yesterday we watched, so Regina King has produced um, a movie called One Night in Miami. We watched it last night, and I will tell you, this movie was amazing. Regina King did the damn thing. Okay. Um, so the movie is basically one night. It's a fictional account of one night in Miami with Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke. Um, and this movie is, oh, oh my God, this movie is so good. Um, what's his name? Kingsley Ben Adir plays um who's it? oh Malcolm X. Aldous Hodge is Jim Brown. And I don't want to get their names mixed up. I think Eli Gorey is Muhammad Ali. 
And yes, that is him. And then what is the other young man? Um, Leslie Odom Jr. Yes, plays Sam Cooke. Amazing movie, amazing movie, amazing movie. During this three-day weekend, please make sure you check this movie out. It is on Amazon Prime. And I've seen Malcolm X, the movie, a gazillion times, as have many of you. And I will say this. Mr. Kingsley Ben-Adir, standing ovation. His mannerisms, when, when, when Denzel became Malcolm X, he was Malcolm X. You saw Malcolm X. Ben Adir, he it's like uh, Denzel passed him the baton and he picked this up and said, I got it. He did an amazing job. Eli Gorey, who played Muhammad Ali, uh, Cassius Clay, this is before he changed his name. Cassius Clay, an amazing job. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. as Sam Cooke, phenomenal. Aldous Hodge as Jim Brown, awesome. Do yourself a favor. Watch this movie this weekend. We got, what, a couple of more days off. Monday is a holiday. Just enjoy the movie. Get you a glass of wine. Get you some snacks. Curl up on the couch and watch it. And let me know what you think. Latreya, the life coach on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and let me know what you think about the movie if you do watch it this weekend. Okay, that's it. I'm going to go now. You guys be blessed. Have an amazing week. I will see y'all at the inauguration. Have a good night, y'all. Bye.